How crazy would you think I was if I told you to stop focusing so hard on your goals? Welcome to Trust and Believe. I'm your host, Shanti. And today I'm going to flip the script when it comes to achieving your goals, because I believe that a lot of people do a few things that actually inhibit them from being the best that they can be and doing the best that they can do. I want you to succeed at your goals, but let's try to do this in a different way. Get ready to trust and believe. Somebody say What's up? This is Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, y'all. Every time I feel like I go against the grain, I feel (laughs) a little bit crazy, if you will. But I also feel validated only because I have been in, I don't even want to say fitness industry for 20-something years. I've been in the, I want to say motivational and goal achieving industry for a really long time and I started obviously without really knowing anything about achieving your goals except for just wanting to succeed at one particular thing I think for me my first um, experience of really trying to achieve goals was when I played basketball in middle school so I have to tell you this really funny story I was always first to be picked in kickball or in gym class. And I'm not, I know there are a lot of people out there who weren't first to be picked or they were last to be picked, which I'll give you a little caveat here. When I knew that some of my friends were last to be picked all the time and I was the captain of the kickball team or whatever sport we were playing in gym class, I always picked the kids that were being picked last because I was just like that definitely can't feel good. And I know I was teased as a kid, so I knew what it felt like. Anyway, I digress there. I just wanted you to know that I have been on both sides of the spectrum. But anyway, 
you know, I was first to be picked because I was like super athletic. And when I got to middle school, I started playing basketball. I played football for so many years. I was like, you know, what? I want to switch over to basketball. Well, my first season in basketball, I scored four points the entire season. And I scored those four points in the very last game. My coach finally put me in. And the reason why I scored those points is because there was a really mean woman who was a friend of my mother's. I use the word friend lightly. I don't I don't know. But, you know, I remember her saying, like, he's not going to score. He's not going to score. He hasn't scored all season. And so at the very end of the game, I was just like, you know what? I just want to prove this person wrong. And I scored four points. Little does she know what she said to me actually sparked something in me that I didn't even know existed at the time. I was probably, what, 13 years old, probably 14, actually. And that was when people tell me that I can't do something, it becomes less about the goal and more about proving them wrong. And that was when I was younger, right? So the next season, I when I played basketball, I had an average of 26 points a game, starting from game number one of the next season. I remember in that summer, I played basketball all the time. I mean, and we didn't have a basketball court all the time. We would have, if you're from the hood, you know, we had a telephone pole and you had a crate and that's how you practice basketball. You had to toss the ball in the crate. No one really got to measure how high it was. Nobody had a measuring tape where I was from like that, you know, to be getting on a ladder and putting up a basketball net. But it had no backboard. It was just a crate. And so that's how I practiced basketball. And then eventually when I started playing, I scored 26 points a game. But I never set out to score 26 points a game. I set out to, at the time, prove someone wrong and say, well, yes, I can do it, right? And then as I got older, I started running track. And when I started running track, my freshman year of track and field, I pulled um, my butt muscle. So I never got to really run in a lot of meets. But my junior, my uh, sophomore, junior, and senior year of high school, I never ran a slower time in that same race when I ran after that. So Every time I ran a 400 meter hurdles, I ran a faster time every single time, except for my state champion race when someone knocked a hurdle down in front of me and it was a kind of a catastrophe. I still didn't run slow, but I just didn't beat the time that I had gotten before. Anyway, I say all that to say, when someone told me I couldn't do something, it really sparked a fire in me that I didn't know. And as I've gotten older, I've realized that I don't really try to achieve goals in a hard way. I just try to literally do the best that I can do. But that's not the answer for this podcast in any way, shape, or form. That's I always want you to do the best that you can do. I think that our focus becomes on something a lot of times that isn't the thing that we should make tangible, if that makes any sense at all. So I'll just use weight loss, for instance, because I think a lot of you have been on that journey. Some people are so focused on the number that they forget to 
do the things that's going to get them to feel the best that they can feel. Um, you all know I'm doing portion fix right now. And obviously I've, you know, been in the nutrition industry and I know a lot about food. I have a degree, um, X, Y, and Z. However, you know, there are a lot of times where people are so focused on a number that the food actually isn't the most important. You think the food is the most important because you're like, I got to eat my vegetables. I got to eat my fruits. I got to eat my carbs, my proteins, you know, my seeds. You, you have all these things that you have to eat, but you're not really enjoying what you eat. You are really focused on, I want to get to, for me, you know, 190 pounds. So then the process of getting to that 190 pounds is filled with struggle. It's filled with stress. It's filled with, am I going to achieve that? Even when people are getting married, a lot of times they're, you know, trying to fit into a dress instead of having a dress fit them and meet them where they are by them just doing the things that's going to make them feel good. I'm not saying that you don't want to look good. That's not what I'm saying. But if you are only focused on one thing, then you're leaving out a plethora of greatness and abundance that you can feel while you're on your way to this this incredible place that you're going to go to. I would say that most people, when they try to achieve a certain weight, um, that particular weight is not the actually act. That particular weight is not the actual weight where they're going to feel their best. And a lot of times it's not the way where they're going to look their best because a lot of people are going for a goal that they were when they were 17 years old. And I'm like, if you're anywhere near me, you 40, 45. So why are you trying to look like a 17 year old child? You got a lot of wisdom on that body and a lot of wisdom in that mind. And you done did a lot of things with that body. So I would try not to picture the 17, 18 year old when you quote unquote graduated high school as your goal. Your goal should be, how do I feel good? How do I move better? How flexible am I? How do I feel on the inside? You know, and if you, if you start to achieve these small feelings of greatness and abundance, then you're aiming towards something that's bigger than the goal. You're aiming toward overall health and excitement and fun. I'll tell you a quick little story about a friend of mine who had a really tough time losing weight. And this story is, to me, absolutely incredible because she did exactly what I was just telling you about. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. So I got a text message from my friend, Joanne, who is, <laughs> she's, a personality. When I tell you she is a personality. Years ago, she was an opera singer. I don't know if it was years ago, but a while ago, she was an opera singer and a performer. And if you know anything about the quote unquote gypsy lifestyle, 
it's sometimes you're in a theater and you have eight shows a week and it's very balanced and you you kind of like have the time because your shows are at night so you're figuring out your daytime to be fit to eat right to practice your vocals or if you're in musicals maybe you have some practice or whatever and then at night you show up for the show and your show for a lot of times depending on how you're casted is about you you know fitting into a costume so you know you don't got time to be swaying in weight it's about how you look because you got casted as a a character a lot of times so one you have the time on one side to really focus on your life and you have the time during the day and then at night you're working you're not really doing an eight hour a day shift like a lot of people are sometimes 10 or 12 because there's a lot of you out there right now this working hard um but joanne ended up switching careers and she got into a career of finance and when she got into the career of finance her entire life basically changed whereas before like i said the day was filled with time and she was casted as an opera singer and as an opera singer you look a certain way or whatever um, but then when you switch to a lifestyle where you're now busy for eight hours a day, then everything else that you used to do with freedom becomes different. So now your life is literally flipped on its head. And so you have to actually create this time. And what she did was insanity. She was like, I'm going to find a toughest workout. And she did her workout and she was killing the game and she lost all this weight. But then, you know, life gets in the way. The pandemic happens and it's not as easy to stay motivated. And I just want to cut there for a second. A lot of times we're not reaching our goals because we're not motivated. And sometimes the number on the fucking scale or the amount of money in your bank account that's not that's that it's the wrong thing to be motivated about it's really about how you're going to feel in the process when it comes to weight loss you have to enjoy the exercise that you're doing you have to enjoy your food as much as possible when it comes to making money at your job i know people who work 12 hours a day and enjoy it more than if they were to make the same money for four hours a day because you got four hours of complete stress or a boss is cussing you to fuck out and you are just miserable, miserable, miserable. But that all carries over into your nighttime because you're already stressed out about the four hours you got to work the next day. Whereas like some people work for 12 hours a day and they don't want to stop because it's just incredible and amazing. And then their spouse is at home like, um, you need to get home, right? Which one would you rather be? Like, are you actually doing something that you want to do? Or are you miserable in the process? Now, you got to do whatever you got to do. I'm just letting you know that when it comes to goals, sometimes your placement isn't in the right spot. So anyway, back to Joanne. So Joanne sent me a message one day and she's like, listen, I am doing everything. I'm doing the hard workouts. You know, she does a bunch of stuff. She's like, I just, I'm not losing this weight. I'm not losing this weight. It's ironically, uh, this conversation happened, I think a week before I started portion fix. So this is actually kind of really interesting. So I said, you know, when I was my lowest body fat percentage, which was 4.1%, I actually didn't try to be 4.1%. I was just like, you know, eating often. And, you know, I was a little stressed at that time in my life. But, you know, for me, it was, I woke up, 
I ate and I did I didn't do necessarily time nutrition I don't think like autumn does it with portion fix but I just ate many small meals throughout the day so I never let myself get hungry I never let myself get famished and my workouts were on point and so I said you know have you ever tried that have you ever tried you know she's like I've been intermittent fasting for a while I was like well you know intermittent fasting isn't for everybody and you're trying to achieve a goal a lot of times based on you know me or what other people say is like this really great thing or whatever and a lot of times people choose to do programs be it fitness nutrition or mental programs mental health programs that it might have worked for somebody else but it might not work for you anyway so i said you know have you ever tried just eating you know every three hours you finish eating set your alarm for three hours and 15 minutes later have something small and just do that i told her i was like i remember i did that i had six or seven meals a day i never had to deprive myself i had my glass of wine a couple nights a week i had my french fries a couple nights a week um and because i was eating so frequently I didn't have to necessarily feel like I was famished or hungry or starving. I mean, and I stuck to that plan like you cannot believe. And I was like, hey, if this is not something you want to do, I get it. But I want you to try it because she had been not the scale was not budging. So she called me a week later and she had lost, I think, eight or nine pounds. And she called me up. And if you know anything about Joanne, she's hilarious. She's like, bitch, whatever. So not only that, but she also listened to that podcast that I did with Autumn, which I just did a couple episodes ago. If you want to scroll back and check out my podcast with Autumn about when I started Portion Fix. But so then I checked on her again and she said, oh, my gosh, I am down 14 pounds. And she said the scale had never moved. It didn't move. And. A lot of times when we're reaching toward goals, like I said, we're doing what other people are doing that may work for them and their body may look amazing, but it's not necessarily what you should be doing. You have to find what works for you. Whether it's fitness or weight loss or sports or whatever or your job, ladies and gentlemen, you have to stop focusing on the goal that's on that vision board a lot of times and focus on the step-by-step process that's going to get you to the place that you want to be. Here's the thing, and this is where a lot of people may disagree with me, but I want you to accept this even if it's just for twenty, the next 24 hours. I wasn't a fan of the vision board because it like sets you up to try to achieve a lot of times what other people have because I'm taking pictures out of a magazine of people. I'm taking pictures out of a magazine of a house, of a car, a car may be tangible. Of all of these things of like, and you create these things and then you're walking past this vision board every day and you're actually some people, uh, listen, vision boards may work for you. I'm just talking about how sometimes it doesn't work for a lot of people, i.e. me. But you're walking past this thing and I'm like, well, I never really would achieve that. So what if you kind of switched your vision board to the things that you're going to do every every day, to the things that's going to make you feel great, feel that sense of joy and abundance and empowerment and the things that you want to do. Because when you have a vision board of things that you are actively doing, then the vision board actually becomes a reality. It truly does. I have a friend. He got a divorce, separation from his wife. And, you know, prior to that, there were a lot of changes in their relationship, some good, but it ended up 
for them realizing that, hey, like, this isn't the relationship for us. Was it an easy process for them to get out of? No. Is it super easy? Now, maybe not because they have a kid and, you know, they have to communicate and I think they're doing a really great job. But at the end of the day, by focusing on, like, how do we make our lives better, both of them has found other people. Now, I want that to sit in your brain for a second. The road wasn't easy. They didn't start off with a goal of like, oh, let's, you know, try to enhance our relationship so we're apart. But by enhancing their relationship, they found other people. That's a whole other story. Maybe my friend will want to come on and talk about that because he is deep. Okay. But, and that's, you know, it's a lot different, but at the same time, it was about what am I doing in the process that's going to get me to the goal to make me feel good instead of just finding this goal and being like, that's what I'm going to achieve. I know that a lot of people who go out to achieve a specific goal have so much stress on their way to the goal that by the time they reach that goal, the moment of joy doesn't really show up right away. And I've seen it over and over and over and over and over again because the process is focused more on what you want to achieve. And here's the thing that's even crazier, y'all. A lot of times when we have a specific goal in mind, we share it with other people. So then the pressure mounts because we want to prove to other people that we can actually achieve that goal. Even if in the process of going to achieve that goal, we don't even think that that's the finish line where we need to run through. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. So the other reason why creating a vision board of visions that you're currently activating or taking action on is really good is because you never have to prove yourself. You are doing it yourself at that very moment. And you never have to put the pressure of, you know, what I'm going to be or what I'm going to have or what I'm going to do or what my bank account's going to be or how much weight I'm going to lose. The story is in the current action. Mm. 
And when the story is in the current action, then it's believable. When it's believable and the story is in the current action, it's achievable only because at that very moment you are achieving, you are knowing and feeling and understanding what it's like to have a tangible result because you are taking action, you are achieving at that action and you are proving to yourself that you are doing it every day and you never have to guess your commitment or loyalty, nor do you have to explain your non-commitment or your disloyalty to other people when you don't achieve the goal that you want or that you set out to do. Now, I did talk about when I was doing Portion Fix, when I started Portion Fix, that I want to lose six pounds. And Autumn is amazing because she was like, you know, I totally understand that you don't want to put a number on it. And but she was like, I just want to see if you follow this, if you can actually achieve that. And it's so funny because I was like, oh, man, like, here we go. And she's like, so cool. You know, just weigh yourself once a month just to see. So I'm three and a half pounds down of six. And I think it's been like, I forget how many weeks it's been a couple. But I don't I'm telling you, I do not feel the pressure. Like, I don't feel the pressure that October 3rd fourth when I do my first body class that you know I need to be down six pounds to be quite honest I, I, I'm probably going to be more than that but it's no longer the goal the goal is that I feel really great that I'm active and one of the things that's happened on my way to achieving you know whatever it is that I want to achieve is obviously I'm eating more vegetables. <laughs> I'm drinking less. I've never been like a crazy drinker, but I'm drinking less, <laughs> but I got a wedding coming up, honey. And I'm gonna get turned, but that's after my goal, um, date, if you will. But, um, I am really, I'm working out more, but not working out more to be like, Oh, I want to work out to lose, you know, whatever. I, I made the decision through my amazing husband, I was like, you know, I want to leave Seattle. It's gloomy. I want to go back home. I get to play tennis. I get to swim. I get to do all these things. Like the boys are going to be more active. And, and we were just able to, you know, blessed to be able to change our location and which inevitably enhanced our particular lifestyle. I say all that to say, sometimes out there, ladies and gentlemen, you have a goal and you set that goal and that goal is not the thing that you necessarily need to wake up thinking about every day. What you need to do every day is celebrate the things that you are doing. Celebrate the daily tangible results, right? Rome wasn't built in a day. Rome was built day by day. Okay. And that's what you should focus on. And always trust and believe in who you are. I thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast. I really appreciate it so much. I have a great team that does a lot of work. Sometimes we do video and it's on YouTube or when you we just have audio and we have music. You know, Alex Colorio, Steve Armado, Todd Midget just does a really great job of keeping you guys motivated and inspired. And just as a thank you from me to you, I just appreciate it very much. A lot of you know that I suffered crazy Zoom fatigue over the pandemic, and I'm actually really enjoying doing these podcasts without a camera in front of me. I know some of y'all might miss my face, <laughs> but I really enjoy doing them without a um, camera in front of me because 
like right now I get to close my eyes and just visualize what I'm feeling and that's how I talk to you and so it's a little bit different of a process but I'm enjoying it more and I'm hoping that you guys are still feeling the love please go leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast um and I just appreciate it so much please like and share um some of the videos and posts that we put on at trust and believe on Instagram I would love to hear your thoughts send us messages We are here for you and we appreciate you. And always, again, trust and believe in who you are. And thank you.